back to get wreck. All respect to those who break their neck to keep the woes in check. Because woes, they spread a brother majorly. And I don't know why. Your problems keep facing me. But we're going to do something about it today. I'm back. Doing what I love. Loving what I do. Wait a second. Let's get some intro music playing. would not believe the amount of trouble I had in finding an intro to this episode, like intro music. I Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard, but every time I try to find something that's going to actually sound nice, sometimes it's going to fit the episode, whatever. I don't know, but this is getting more and more difficult with each consecutive and consecutive episode because it's only so much free to use music out there. There's a lot of it. But not a lot of it fits my vibe or whatever vibe I'm going for, which who knows who can figure that out yet. But I found something. Hopefully it works. I actually have it turned down right now so it doesn't loop in with my voice, but I like the way it sounds, whatever. So it's been a little bit since my last episode. A lot has happened. No bad stuff, no bad stuff. But I'm back to doing what I love. Back to doing what I love which is a very interesting thing. So we're going to talk about a few different things this episode, and hopefully it's good. So thank you so much for starting to listen to yet another episode of the As Told by Reese podcast. I am your host, Reese. You are my audience audience, my fellow listeners, and there's some listeners out there. Got some data back, data, finally, and it's saying... You have more than one listener, so outside of myself, there's somebody keeping this thing alive. Except when you don't post episodes all the time, that number of people who listen dwindle with each passing day. <laughs> so I knew I had to make another episode, and I saw it, and it was like, oh, this is in the single digits. The single digits, meaning I need to, I need to work. I need to make sure people are hearing me. And why? Good question. Good question. I don't even know why. But maybe if you keep listening, we're going to be able to find out because that's what all this is. It's a journey. It's a journey through my crazy mind and maybe just maybe a little bit of yours. So let the rest of this intro music play out and then we'll get started. Speaking of misheard lyrics today, we're we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Actually, we are going to do that a little bit. A little bit. I mean, this is a warm-up topic till I get into my real topic. I'm going to do one of those. Yeah, this is going to be one of those episodes. So, speaking of Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, that's where we're going. You didn't know. Cotton Eye Joe, there's a, there's a, there's a, a misnomer. There's, there's a mistake everyone makes when singing that song. And I'm here to expose it once and for all. They always start of, where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I didn't marry a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? If you listen to it, though, the first line can't be, where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Because that doesn't make sense. Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? No, no, no. You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. 
here is the actual first lyric you gotta start with if it hadn't been for cotton eye joe if it hadn't been for cotton eye joe if it had not been for cotton eye joe what i'd have been married a long time ago where did you come from and where did you go where did you come from cotton eye joe now i just thought this was a really cheesy 90s song by a band no one's heard of before or ever since except they did rise the pop stardom but there's an actual history to it there's an actual history to cotton eye joe that i wasn't ready for i was not ready to learn the history behind it, it it's definitely history behind it it's associated with american south etc cetera, etc cetera. but part of the history is it predates the american civil war and that is where this will end. If you want to know more about Cotton Eye Joe, you're going to have to read up on it yourself because I was totally not prepared to have that episode here and now. But wow. Wow, wow, wow. I will say with Cotton Eye Joe, the reason that in the song, a lot of guys say they would have been married a long time ago. You think, well... This, it's easy. It's pretty easy. <clears throat> I'm not going to do a whole build up and then make a reveal. The reveal is, the reason is, he, he took all the girls. He was like the Pied Piper, except for women's. He would come into town with his devil may care attitude, probably really great hair, and would woo and all the women. He'd party, have a good time. He'd have a good time with your girl. He's one of the original Mr. Still Your Girls. And by the time he was gone, so were they. And you'd have been married, but... He's got all the girls, leaving you with none. So if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, you'd have been married a long time ago. Unfortunately for me, I can't blame Cotton Eye Joe for my lack of getting married. It's my whole commitment and trust issues thing. And also the fact that I think marriage is institute. Okay, okay, stop, 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 stop. Moving on. Yeah, I do say it's a very interesting read. It's a quick read, but it's a very interesting read. So when you get a chance, learn the history, the folklore of the actual Cotton Eye Joe. So, right now I have a confession to make. And that confession is, I've been working really, really, really hard. <sighs> so, a lot of people, when they decide to get in shape... They have goals. They have reasons. They Some people want to be the hardest person ever created or the fittest person ever created or they want like the 30 pack and all that stuff. They want to be beach ready. They want to take the shirt off and all the other things. I also have a goal, even though it's not that. It's not that at all. I my goal is tied into what's happened to me recently. Okay, so a little while ago, when I went to the doctor's office for the first time in a number of years, number of years, like for the first time, uh, it's because I wasn't feeling the best physically. I think last year's, if you had, if you were in perfect health before last year, last year might have tested that due to lack of activity, eating bad food, et cetera, et cetera. And this year. You're probably maybe undoing a lot of the damage you did from last year. My first step in trying to undo that damage that I did last year was going to the doctor. One thing that I've always had in my pocket is no matter how big or small I am, my readings were always through the roof as far as health goes. 
blood pressure always great heart rate perfect um let's see here blood sugar levels like anything any type of test that happens cholesterol like all those things they would always be fantastic last time i went to the doctor i was told hey these things aren't so fantastic in fact these things are so not fantastic i want to put you on medication suspense and i was like whoa how could this be how could this be but it's not really a big surprise how could this be in the last year i probably gained more weight in this one year than i ever have before in a year um i can say that <sighs> so as i was talking to the doctor who seemed like a pretty nice person it's like well do i always have to be on medication can't i diet and exercise and blah 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 and they were like well you know you've always been fat basically you've always been a big person you've always been big and i'm like no i haven't they looked at me and they were like you sure and i'm like yeah, no yeah i've not always been big being big has mostly been a product of my adult working life but the doctor didn't believe me the doctor didn't believe me at all and said, well, if you could lose weight and blah, 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 then you could get off medication, but it's not likely. Whew. And that pissed me off. That pissed me off so bad. I Like I saw red. I said, I will never come to this doctor again. And I don't know why the doctor made these assumptions about me, but my friends know me. Some of you know me and listen to me. You knew me in high school. You knew me, some of you knew me in my beginning of the adult life. I haven't always been this size. So for them to have said that, it took me into another place. It took me into another place. A place of anger. Angry at them for making these assumptions about me, even though this is the first time they've ever seen me. Angry at myself for letting it so bad that a primary care physician, someone who sees people day in, day out, and is in charge of people's care, would even have to be able to say that. To be able to be, ignore my health issues because, oh, he's big, that's why he has those. They wouldn't believe me when I told them I don't smoke or do drugs or blah, blah, blah. They couldn't, they're like, are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, hmm. Okay, so there's some things going on here that, for now, I'm just going to ignore and move on with. But, little did they know that that was going to be the last time that they ever saw me. Number one, I will say this. Don't get a physician, for you out there, fellow adults and kids and whoever's listening, don't get a physician who doesn't believe you when you tell the truth. That's a big red flag for me, and it should be for you. But number two, don't, don't get a physician that like you can't work with. Don't do that. So did they know that I was never going to see them again. In fact, I'm going to switch out of the health system because lo and behold, I never wanted to be part of the hospital system that they are a part of because I thought it was shoddy. And come to find out, I said, you know what, though? Let me give them a chance. First time I give them the chance, this happened. So I don't feel so bad about not believing in them now. They proved me right, which I was hoping didn't happen. They proved me right. But I said, okay. Let me get this medication because I do need to get certain things out of control. But in the meantime, I'm going to get serious about diet and exercise, diet and exercise. And in three months, I might see them one more time just to show them, oh, I was always big. Take that.
Now look at the scale. Now what are you going to say? Now get me off this medication. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I haven't been taking the medication for the past couple of months. Leave me alone. So with righteous indignation and motivation and drive in my heart, I began, finally began, like a serious workout program. And I said, I know at first it's going to be tough, but eventually I'm going to start just really getting into shape because I'm, I've been a yo-yo dieter. I've, I've been in shape before. I know what it's like. I've done races. I've done fitness challenges. I can do this. Day one, difficult, difficult, difficult. Instead of being easy peasy, lemon squeezy, it was difficult, difficult, lemon difficult. But you know what? It's supposed to be. Is day one. Week one didn't get any easier, but somehow I got it. Never quit, never give up, never did it, never uh, finished it, finished whatever goal I was trying to accomplish. And then one week became two, two weeks became a month, one month became a couple of months, and so on and so on. This started in March. It is now late June. Here's the problem between this time and all the other times in the past. Not a single time, because I, I chose running. I chose running as the way I'm going to get fit. And why did I choose running? Because it's you and the road and your thoughts. It's you, the road, and your thoughts. Running is that thing that you put in. You get out what you put in, supposedly, apparently. Um, I don't need weights. I already, I'm already as big as a house. I really, I know if you, if you lift weights and slim down and blah, 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 blah. Look at that. Running is really good for your cardiovascular and I need as much cardiovascular health as I can get because we have a history of bad cardiovascular health in my family. So I chose running because I'm like, this is the thing that I can do for a long time. But also, it, it, I can help clear my mind. I can think. I can do so many things. It's it's going to be great. I could just get out and go. It doesn't have any equipment except you and your feet. Blah, blah, blah. The problem is, it never got any easier. I'm talking about not even a little bit. No matter how slow or fast I got, the things that would hurt me were my legs and my lungs and my chest. <laughs> And that was a new one for me because anytime, any other time that I've run before, eventually everything would snap into place. I would get better or more efficient at it, etc. But it was not helping. I ran for a short distance, I would feel terrible. I'd run for a long distance, I would just feel terrible for a longer amount of time. What I'm saying is, this never got easier for me. Not once. And I would run no less than three days a week and no more than five. Sometimes maybe like five in another type of workout or whatever, but I'd be putting in the work. <laughs> and I was like, yo, why is this so difficult? Why is this so hard? I've done this before. Why can't I do it again? Here's the funny thing. Last year, I tried to do this. Last year, I tried to do this. I said, I'm going to walk until I can run. And then I'm going to do like running and biking and just be the fittest, the most healthiest thing to ever walk the planet, et cetera, et cetera. Didn't happen though. Didn't happen. I would walk. I would walk, but 
I never kind of got into that, got over that hump. I would just get places really slowly. It didn't make me any healthier. It didn't help me lose weight. It didn't anything. So it was just, I, I got to see some nice scenic routes, scenic routes, routes, whatever. I just got to see some nice scenery, but it never clicked into place like running did. So this year I said, instead of walking, I'm going to run, whether that be for a quarter mile, a mile, a few miles, hours, whatever. I'm going to run. Running is my weapon of choice. But ever since I decided that, I've been regretting it because, as I can't stress enough, it is always difficult. Within the first mile, not only are my lungs hurting, but my legs are hurting as well. And my legs have always been the best part of me. They've always been the strongest. They've always been the healthiest. So it was weird that nothing was working. Nothing was working at all. Nothing at all. And I wasn't losing weight. And then I was like, you know what? I need to, this might, sure, it might be age. Sure, it might be diet a little bit. Because even though my diet isn't great, isn't great. My diet's been worse before and I've been able to power through these things. And my diet's better than it's been. It just isn't as clean as it could be sometimes. But I'm not trying to win a bodybuilding competition or anything. I'm trying to be healthier. <laughs> That's the goal. So I am cognizant of what I put in my body, but I'm not going to be over stringent or over strict about it. I'm not because I want to enjoy the ride. But not to lie, it's, it didn't help. Nothing helped. Time of day didn't help. Different locations didn't help. Deciding whether it was the road, the trail, or the track didn't help. I sucked at all three. Except in the track, there's that very humbling thing of everybody passing you. Everybody passing you by. Which is... It's something. So I know you're waiting for the turn in this story. So fine, fine, I'll give you the turn. The turn happened when I got my heart monitor watch. Not immediately, though. Not immediately. Because <laughs> I got my heart monitor watch to really monitor my heart. Not even to make sure I was a better or more efficient runner. But I'm like, is my heart working too hard for everything that I'm doing? Essentially, yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of it to my body working, was working way too hard. But I got the heart monitor. And then I started doing research. I started doing research. And I'm like, what I'm looking to do now... When running, you should have a goal in mind. You can either have a goal to lose weight or a goal to get to be the fastest possible thing you can be. For me, I was thinking in my mind, my goal is to lose weight so I can, but also to increase um, cardiovascular endurance. The problem is I was in a no man's land. You know about zones, there's five zones. Zone one is basically walking or very, very light jogging. Like it's, it's, it's the base level. Zone five is the most effort you could ever have. It's not sustainable for a long time. Most of the like fat burning and all the good stuff happens in zone two. Most of the good stuff happens in zone two. That's, or most of the good stuff like fat burning and endurance building. Zone four and five, they can help your like your max and they can help your VO2 max, whatever that means, the oxygenation, all this other stuff. Zone three, 
Zone 3 is that zone where, guess what? You're getting the worst of all worlds. You're not in a quote-unquote fat-burning zone, yet you're not something that's re- you're not doing something that's really going to build up your endurance. You're not really in something that like as far as the best of the zones for you, and you're also not going to do something that builds up your max. What you are going to do is have a nice good time struggling the whole time, because <laughs> your heart rate can't necessarily keep up with what you're putting out for that long. And that was my mistake. My mistake the whole time is I was doing a zone that was higher than my capability for what I was trying to achieve. For what I was trying to achieve. And I personally would not have known that without the watch. Which is crazy. So I'm like, okay, let me run at my usual pace. Oh, now I realize why I'm suffering at mile one. Because I'm going out way too hot and heavy. <laughs> and now I know why by mile X, which is the ending mile, I'm I'm dragging. I'm dragging. So armed with this knowledge, I said, okay, from now on, this is the goal. I'm going to stay in this heart rate zone, and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do this for a while. And what I did is essentially I found a pace that I could do all day. It's a pace I can do all day. It's a pace I can do all day. I have been trying since March to find that pace. Since March. It is now almost July. And I finally found it. When I first found it, I got excited. When I first found it, I got excited. And I probably did like a little faster than I should. My heart rate was a little more than it should have been. I pushed it a little bit more than I should have. Just because I was excited, I found it. After I finished, I said, okay, you found it once, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't duplicate it. It means you really haven't found it. Went out the very next day, same thing. Very name day, same thing, same spot. I went even further, but at that controlled pace that I found, and I was able to do it. I was able to do it so effortlessly. Which is amazing for me because every single time has been so effortful. It's been so full of effort. Everything. And finally, I found something effortful. And I said, oh, we might have something here. But let's give it a rest. Let's get, you know what? Let me, take t- let me take the next day off. And then try it the day after that. But even farther. And guess what? At that pace... Got it done. Ran the most I've run in years. And then the next workout, same thing. So, wow. I finally, after several months of failure after failure after failure, I finally found my stride. Just in time for the end of the summer. And you know what's funny from this? I've actually... In this, in this past week, I've lost as much as I have the other weeks when I've been putting in so much work. So much work. So much work. And all I had to do was find my stride. Now that i found my stride, I know what to do. And over time, I'm going to get faster. But I'm slow right now anyway. So even at my fastest, if I was racing against people, they would blow by me. 
So why do I need to run fast for? For ego, well, my ego says I have a spare tire around my gut. Spare tire. So I'm going to keep my ego in check, and I'm going to run deliberately, slowly, and effortlessly. And it's going to get faster over time. But wow. Wow, wow, wow. I'm finally where I wanted to be by April. I wanted to be there by April. I said, I will struggle for a month, then I will find my stride, and then I'm going to make all sorts of improvements. But better late than never. And honestly, if I didn't have those failures, if I didn't have those failures and those chest issues while doing runs out there, would I have gotten the watch? Would I have gotten the heart monitor watch? Would I have delved into the information that I found online to really find and key in on what would work best for me? Maybe, but maybe not. But now, at least I know where I need to be to get what I need accomplished accomplished. And for that, that's priceless. That is priceless. So yeah, I finally found my stride. And I think I, I like this pace. So I'm going to keep it up. And speaking of keep it up, for all of you listening, I'm sure you out there, you got something that you've been doing or you haven't been doing that you want to do, that you were doing, you stopped, dropped and rolled. I mean, I didn't need to add that. I don't know why I said that. I should have stopped at stop, but it's there. It's there forever. We're going to leave it. I could edit that out right now if I wanted to. I'm not because you need to be like, yeah, yeah, what were you thinking? I'll learn from that. But I just say, for you, if you're trying something, even if it doesn't come right away, even if it doesn't come after a month, several months, sometimes you just got to keep putting in the work. Sometimes you just have to keep putting in the work. And eventually, eventually, you'll reach the starting line. But the actual starting line. So I consider everything before now to be the tutorial and I consider now to be the actual starting line. But maybe for you, you've passed the starting line, but somewhere during the race of whatever you're trying to do, you took a break. That break became a hard stop that, and that hard stop became a, it's collecting dust now, whatever that is, whether that be a fitness goal, a financial goal, uh, relationship goal any any of that stuff but i just say hey this might be this might be your your wake up call to action now i'm not like you need to be rise and grind no no but i'm saying if you get that itch if you get that itch to do that thing to pick up that mantle again why not scratch it practically why not scratch it once like if you played an instrument for a little while but you put it down and forgot about it you haven't you haven't touched it in a while why not just i don't know pick it up and play it a little bit just play it a little bit just a little bit see how you feel uh you might you might get that itch again and you play it one day maybe you play it the next day maybe you don't play it the next day but maybe you play it the day after that and have that you know just for five ten minutes just to play around and pretty soon, you got it back up, and you're, you're, you're back in stride. You're picking up new things. I don't know. 
Just a suggestion. Because in life, in life, there's going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys. Right now, I'm running, I'm getting healthier, and eventually in a couple of months, I can tell that doctor to stick it. But who knows? A year from now, I could be in a different place. A year from now, I could have stopped running altogether because of X, Y, and Z. And I could be, I'm not going to get this big, but I could be, I probably have a couple pounds to lose. Or I might be on a Ironman circuit. Who knows? But that life is unpredictable that way. I'm just saying if you have some things that you want to work on, but it's gotten away from you, this might be your call to go ahead and get them. It might not be. Because ultimately, it is your life. And you should live it how you see fit. But as for me, I have this idea in my head to be the healthiest man ever created. Not the fittest, not the strongest, not the fastest, none of that stuff. Because none of that really matters. But to be the healthiest man that was ever created. Obviously, that's not going to happen for me. For a lot of reasons. For a lot of reasons. But it's not going to stop the attempt. I want to be the healthiest version of myself that I can be. I want to know what that feels like. Now, here's my confession. I wasn't going to say any of this until after the fact. Until I lost XYZ amount of pounds. I put out the video of how many pounds I lost in XYZ amount of days, etc., etc. But I said, no, no, instead, let me be completely transparent and honest because, hey, it's easy to say, look what I did after you did it. It's also easy to say, look at what I'm going to do. It's not as easy for me, in my opinion, in my world, to say, look what I'm doing as I'm doing it. Because it could, be, it could fail. It could fail, and I said, look at me as I'm doing it. There's a high level of risk involved. Because people always talk about their plans or their wants. Uh, and people always say things, lots of things, like, I'm getting it, I'm doing it, etc. But I'm being very forthright in saying, this is what I'm doing. I'm running my butt off every day. I'm eating slightly better every day, building on that. And trying to enrich my mind. Trying to keep it sharp, man. Trying to keep it sharp with things I like doing, though. Every day. Because after months and months and months of trying, I finally found my stride. And hopefully, I found my stride with this podcast. And by found my stride, I mean making consistent episodes on time. Hold me to it. Hold me to it. Because I'll hold you to listening, all ten of you. But listen, I'm very appreciative for all ten of you who do listen. Well, I'm sure you hear the outro music, and I'm sure you hear it because I, I put it there. I'm, I'm the one that edits these episodes. I am the one that edits these episodes, and it's a lot of fun. So, thinking about getting a new out- intro, outro, I know one time I had a friend of mine record an intro for me, and I'm starting to think, maybe that's where it should go. Like, just a consistent intro until this podcast is older 
and more mature and I can come back to this when I can afford to pay somebody for their music for intros and outros like hey put something together or or I can afford to play actual music because I'm like oh I want to put this song here but I can't because I would probably get sued eventually if this was ever a thing and I ain't got the money to be getting sued (laughs) ever but that would involve I mean that would kind of be a win win situation like if I'm well no because there's some people who haven't been in the position to be sued and they've been sued and I got the position to pay nobody nothing but if I had big enough to where an artist would be like oh man millions of people listen to your thing give me money they'd be like well small price to pay <laughs> sad to say I think I might get that person to record an intro and outro for me well I mean ask them to I can't get them to do anything but ask them to. <sighs> but I think this episode was a good episode. Hopefully you thought so too. Just give me an update. Because y'all are my friends. And speaking of friendship. I know you asked me to move. But I was busy that day. I had work. Um, my imaginary cat got sick. I had to take him to the vet. To um, drive a car. They had to drive the car. Because my license suspended. You know what? I'm not even going to make an excuse. I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. My back hurts. But, hey, guess what? If you need me to help you move, I won't. But I'll get somebody, I'll tell somebody else about it and they'll help you. And I think that's really friendship. Passing it off to someone else. Speaking of passing it off, yet another episode of these Told by Reese podcast is in the books. Thank you so much for listening to me and visiting my special little corner of the universe. Maybe next time I can come see yours. But until then... I'll see you later.